two, one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34. And tonight, we have a very special guest. We have Wacko from Wack Donuts in the building. How you doing, Wacko? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, thank How you. you oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, you know, it's a Wednesday. Can't complain. We over the hump. You know, just trying to get to that weekend. Uh, thank you again for for stopping by and making time for for this uh, podcast for this interview. Definitely appreciate your openness to share your story. So thanks for coming on, man. My pleasure. Show sure. uh, for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we do some intro, some warm up questions just to set the tone. Um, after that, we'll jump into the main portion where either you can choose your destiny by choosing your own numbers or we could turn it to the wheel of fate where we let it land where it lands um and then after that we will get into some final stretch questions and it'll be all over after that sound good to you wacko sounds good all right man well my very first question for you is how have you been it's been a crazy couple years crazy times always crazy times um how you been holding up you've been doing well been doing great uh well i've been telling like a lot of the homies i'm okay i'm not great but i'm okay i feel you i feel you um i've definitely i've had some some family loss i've lost some friends uh been dealing with some you know the current housing uh moratorium here in uh, san francisco is is crazy um been dealing with that and it's just weird in in during all that i like started my own business <laughs> yeah yeah um, <laughs> so tell me a little bit about that if you don't mind um you know what made you just like flip that switch through like this crazy time you know uh when probably most businesses aren't thinking about you know coming out there so what, what made you make that switch so um i mean part of that's grief uh, going back to uh, the family loss, uh, my uh, a mentor and my aunt passed away unexpectedly uh, back in 2019. And um, the job I was at, at the time, um, I was still reeling from losing my mom the previous year. So it was kind of like I was having like back to back, just like lost, man. And um, towards the end of 2019, my job just wasn't supporting me. So we, we kind of agreed to go our separate ways. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I filed for, you know, unemployment. Um, but then I tried looking for work and this is right when the pandemic started to ramp up and, uh, I got close to, I got a job, but then everything was shut down. And so, uh, as the summer was coming, that's like when I lost my grandfather when I was in middle school. So, you know, I always think about him and my kind of go-to, if it's not dancing, it's baking. And so um, I just started baking a lot. And uh, um, a homegirl was like, hey, you know, I know, you, I know you're like in the donuts. You ever bake donuts? And I was like, nah. And um, she was like, you should try it. I think, you know, you kill it. And I was like, okay. So um, I started just like, you know, off with this basic recipe. Because um, I used to, in- she knows I used to, I used to intern in a, uh, at a donut shop, you know, back in my high school days, like, or 20 years ago. Ooh, good time. <laughs> I got um, you. <laughs> Uh, that's 2000 the world was supposed to end so you know um so i just started baking and like like an old person man like my my crib was just filling up with donuts and i was like oh man i gotta you know share the wealth and i, I started giving it out to friends my neighbors and uh my boy fernando 
super opinionated, but that's like my, my dude uh, since back in the day. And he was like, bro, I haven't had a good donut in a long time. These are like cake. And he was like, uh, I don't know, man, I think you're onto something. And I was like, eh, you know, like your friends kind of gassed you up a little bit, you know, like, no, man. And so, you know, I went to school for graphic design back in the day and I made a quick little logo, found some, some boxes online. And I was like, okay, let me try this out just to see what happens. And yeah, it, it just started gaining more and more traction. And then uh, all my vegan homies were like, dude, your donuts look good. I wish they were vegan. And I was like, wait a minute, give me a second. I just went back to the lab and uh, I was already not using like dairy to begin with. So um, yeah, I just said, you know what? I'm just gonna be a full 100% vegan like operation. And that's here I am now. Uh, just just like that, huh? Just like that, huh? <laughs> yeah, one year already uh, last month was my anniversary. That's what's up, that's what's up. Uh, that's crazy. That's a crazy story. And it sounds like, you know, you had a lot of, uh, a lot of things kind of lead you up to this point. Um, just kind of curious, do you, is this, you see this as a passion or is this just something that's going to help you kind of grow into the next stage or, you know, wherever it is you're trying to take your life? Uh, it's a, I think it's a combination of all, dude. It, it, it wasn't like, you know, how a lot of people got into stuff over the pandemic, you know, like new hobbies or, you know, whatever, but like, the more I got into this, I was just like, you know what, man, I really don't want to go back to a nine to five. You know, um, I enjoy, I still enjoy doing it. Um, the feedback, you know, I'm always open to feedback. People are like, you know, yeah. So, I mean, I, I definitely at some point want to um, hopefully get a, a small storefront um, and just keep pushing this thing, man. Cause um, yeah, it, it, I even kind of got upset sometimes too when people are like oh are you still enjoy doing it like you know i'm like yeah i'm doing this like six days a week <laughs> you know uh so a monday is like my my rest and reset day but um i i've just been really lucky and, and and privileged to uh have people take notice of me i've worked with like some big name groups i can't really name due to you know nba no worries so, yeah 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 uh, i'm just trying to be respectful but um the 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 feedback from my, 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 my close friends and um you know the rest of my family that's still around, you know, it, it keeps me pushing, man. And and I don't mind rolling out of my bed at like, you know, four or five in the morning to start my day. Um I'm a math scientist, I really don't sleep. I'm always thinking about new new like flavors and flips on flavors. Um so yeah, I definitely see myself doing this like for definitely for for the long run. That's sick, man. I mean, I, I definitely vibe with what you said about, you know, people getting into new stuff during the whole pandemic and we're still kind of in it. But this podcast, man, I probably would never have thought about it um, if I if it wasn't for that extra time and just all the shit that was happening during during these last couple of couple years that like really made me th think about what I valued and, you know, um, what it is I want to put out there in the world. So I feel you on that. Uh I had another question but it kind of left my mind but hopefully hopefully it comes back to me uh, yeah yeah well let's move on to some more warm-up questions um we've officially made it to the warm-up section and my first warm-up question for you is what would you like the audience to know about you i know you mentioned some things but is there anything in particular that you just want people to know about you right off right off the bat um 
um, I'm, I'm, I'm a genuine soul. <laughs> uh, and I'm like literally the last black man in SF. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel that. Kind of, kind of not, but uh, no, I'm, I'm a local and that, that's, that's rare. People, um, bug out when I tell them I'm from San Francisco and, um, and they bug out too that I'm so like, they, that I'm so genuine. They're like, wow, dude, you're just, you're such a like stand up dude. And, like well, that's just the way I was raised, so um, I really feel like I'm I'm truly authentic in in, in every you know sense of the word. Um, I don't sugarcoat stuff. Like if, if I dig your vibe, then we're good. If I don't dig your vibe, then you know keep it pushing. You know. Yeah. No. I, I'm with you there too. Uh, you know that took me a long time to kind of understand for myself that there's just some people you won't get along with, and that's okay. <laughs> you just gotta keep it moving, like you yeah, said. Dude. Yeah, uh, you know, there was a time, at least for me personally, I was kind of wanting people, everyone to like me. You know, I think that that's a natural thing that people feel sometimes. They just want to be accepted. Uh, but once you do find your your thing, or you find your people, or find a place you feel like you belong, then it you really do, are able to let go of other other things and like really care about. You don't care so much about what everyone thinks about you. You just care about what those people that matter to you kind of think about you, you know? Uh, well, yeah. I remembered the question and it was, uh, how could a person get some whack donuts? You got a store for now or you, you, you have to order through you or. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm literally doing everything. I'm like the, the graphic designer, the HR, all that, um, but for right now, what's the easiest for me um, until I get uh, a website up, uh, which is coming soon, is uh, just hitting me up through the Whack Donuts um, Instagram. Um, I post uh, the menu for the month where you can find me because I, I pop up um, at different places uh, in San Francisco. But now I'm getting East Bay like love. So um, there's a couple festivals coming up. Um, um, August 29th, there's a Hella Plants Market that's going to be happening out in Oakland. And then um, Labor Day weekend, um, I'll be in Berkeley at the Berkeley uh, Festival um, popping up there. Um, but people can do curbside pickup uh, here in the Mission. And uh, yeah, so right now, just hit me up through the uh, slide into my DMs. Is what the kids are saying now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think it's the next thing. I, I, I feel you, though. <laughs> I, I say slide yeah. into the DMs, too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just hit me up on um, on, on Instagram. Um, I'm on that account till about 10 p.m. Uh, just so I have like you know my me time and, and I see uh, what orders I got for the next day. So hit me up the day before and um, I got you. Or if you want to um, order something and pick up my pop up, that's an option too. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so yeah, all the folks out there, make sure to slide into his DMs. Um, you'll, you'll find the link in the description and everything. But uh, let's uh, get to the second warm-up question, and it is: If someone were to pay you a tribute, how would you like to be honored? So you know, if I was going to tell myself today I'm going to do something in in the honor of uh, Wacko, what what act could I do for you? Oh man. Feel like I'm at my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> See, I never, I never mentioned it, but you know, it's like I, I, I yeah, never want to yeah. say it. You know. <laughs> um, Let's say you I, moved away. You moved away. That's that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I moved away. So I, I, I like to there. If if, uh, if I were uh, to be tributed, um, I 
I'd say uh, playing a song, playing probably playing one of my favorite James Brown songs. For sure. A tribute for me, you know, because everyone knows uh, I'm a, I'm I love music. I'm also a dancer. Um, got in the break in back in high school, um, which is how the name Whack Donuts kind of came to be. Um, but yeah, uh, if people were to pay tribute for me, just play some music. You know, play, play some James Brown. What's the what's that one James Brown song that? Oh, uh, give it up, turn it loose. <laughs> All right, we got you, we got you. Now we know. Now we know what to do yeah. for you, man. Um, yeah. T- uh, if you don't mind, tell me a little more about dancing. Like, how how big a part of it is of your life now? Com- you know, is it still you would say like thirty percent or a little bit lower? Um, I I had to st- uh, I had to take a step back. Um. In terms, like, cause I was teaching, I was traveling, I was, I was almost, I almost didn't make it back when everything went, really went down. I was on, on my way to uh, Denmark uh, for a competition uh, with my boy who was already overseas, and I got as far as Russia, and then when I got off the plane, that's when the world just kind of like fell apart, and the guy was like, "You must get on the next plane back home, or you will be stuck." And so, um, yeah, yeah, that's how it was. And actually, my 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 my, my homie, uh, uh, he was stuck in Europe for like three months. Fuck. Yeah, um, he's able to get back already. Or? He was, yeah, he, he oh. was able to get back. But um, like if that was me, I I, ha- I know people in Europe, but I don't know people like that. And at the time, I still you know have my my, my place and my uh, roommate situation. Um, but yeah, um. I'm not entering any competitions. Um, people, uh, a lot of the homies have been, you know, I've been watching from afar, entering stuff. Um, and I mainly do it now to keep in shape. It's like, you know, I'm like a samurai, man. Like even in times of peace, I still keep my sword sharp, but I'm not competing. Um, I'm not mentally there. Physically, I feel okay. I still work out. Um, been trying my best to work out. I also do Muay Thai. Supposed to, I actually had, I was supposed to fight. <laughs> For all that, all this uh, drama went down too. Um, but uh, it's still there. I still got a love for dance. I just, I had to kind of take a break um, and really just kind of like cope and deal with like, you know, all the loss and just everything happening in the world, you know, with the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, my Asian brothers and sisters getting assaulted, you know, just all, just all this like nonsense, the moratoriums and, and, and then there's my family stuff. So it was like, there was a lot. And um, I know when I'm not here mentally and spiritually, I, I can't I can't perform and compete to the level like I normally am used to. So, um, but um, 2022, I'm hoping next year, and you know, as things kind of ease up, you know, hopefully um, I'll, I'll be competing uh, a lot more and uh, teaching. So I'm trying to do a lot. I'm trying maintain a business and and compete and teach uh workshops um and organize events because i actually threw an event during a pandemic last year and that was like crazy yeah how that let me add, can i ask you how that how that go was it a big turnout or did you have to go through a lot of obstacles you know just to, to host it yeah so um i i've been throwing events uh since 2017 well technically 2014 but um 2017, I, I started uh, an event uh, where I partner like two different dance styles. So say like uh, locking and popping, breaking and and uh, rock dance, like and 
have one-on-one. So uh, I was doing it at my friend's studio out in East Bay at uh, Movement Studios. Um, and then by obviously 2020, you know, the world shut down and uh, I had to do it. Um, I, was, I was like 50-50 whether or not I was gonna do it um, because at, by, at that point, all the COVID and protocols were different. So that's when everyone was like, oh, you gotta spray down surfaces and, and it, was, it was crazy. But um, I talked to a homegirl who uh, was familiar with all the like updated protocols um, and she actually helped an event in Vegas get like, you know, done. Uh, she was kind of on the same team and she was like, oh, if you do it outdoors, it'll be a lot easier. And I was like, cool, but man, like, even when I was taking my Muay Thai class uh, at Qzar, my coaches were getting sweated by like the park police, which is mm-hmm. weird because Qzar is like public space. And so, and they had to get a permit and all this other drama and I didn't really want to go through that. And I saw that, so I was just like, let me do it in the East Bay because East Bay was a little bit more relaxed. Um, and I literally just was walking around trying to find parks. I was like, you know what, let's go old school. Let's just do a park jam. Um, but I kept it like, I think 50 was like my capacity. And I had a lot of upset people like, oh, I want to go. I, mean, I was just like, dude, if you're not a competitor or my staff, sorry, you know. Um, and, you know, I've been, like I said, this is like my fifth event. It It's supposed to get easier, but the stress is always there. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I was on the microphone like, hey, y'all, six feet, six feet. You know, I have some folks that came out from SoCal. I have folks from like, you know, East Coast. Um, um, but I felt it was, the event was good because I, I always check out. I'm just trying to get through it. I'm, I was spraying stuff down. I didn't have a bathroom. Oh, the bathrooms were locked at the park. I didn't have a permit. So I kind of went wild style, old school, you know, hoping that no one would narc on us. Like I saw like cop cars roll by a couple times and I just kind of waved at them. And they just kind of like gave me the heads up and they just kept going. And so we were able to do the event. Um, That's what's up, man. That's pretty fortunate. I feel like. Somebody, I'm surprised not one person said something, but uh, that's nah, a, that's fortunate. It was, yeah, it was it was it was, it was dope, man. It's like my boy made a, a kind of like a, a highlight clip, and everyone that came and visited, you know, they hit me up on like Instagram, like, "Yo, dude, thanks for doing that." Because um, I just wanted to kind of offer at least like three or four hours of just escapism from just all the the you know the BS of the the pandemic. You know, I, I still. Have people, you know, wear masks, you know, because um, I don't think anyone was vaccinated at that point. I mean, no, it was, the vaccine wasn't even on the table yet. And I, I'd rather be super, like, safe than sorry, you know. And I tell people, like, hey, you'd be mad at me, but you're not going to get COVID coming to my event. I you gotcha. Know? Yeah, yeah. You're going to do so, everything. Uh, you know, I think, you know, everyone appreciated, like, you know, me being on them so hard um that they may not liked my demeanor in the moment but i was just like dude like i want to make sure everyone's safe and so even people that were already in the park were like oh what is this and i was like oh it's like a dance competition can you sign this waiver <laughs> you know and, sure. and, and you know it was a blast and we ended it with the um i like to do a social dance with everyone like you know old school like electric slide type thing and yeah, and that's how we ended it. Before I knew it, you know, we were sweeping up and we were done. So. That's what's up, man. Oh, well, congratulations on a successful event. 
and uh, I'm glad it went off without a hitch. <laughs> uh, and my uh, last question for you in the warm up is scale from one to 10, how well do you know yourself? Is it like one, I really know myself, or is it like 10, I don't know myself? Other way around. So 10, you know yourself, one, you don't know yourself. Yeah. Um, I'd say uh, right now, um, I'm probably like at a, a six, just because um, I'm not the same person I was like, you know, last, even last year, or even like five years ago. So it's like, I'm getting a better idea of who I am, um, especially as I'm dealing with all the stuff that I'm dealing with, you know, right now. So um, yeah, I'm between like a six and a seven. For sure. What, what would you say is your favorite thing about your personality? Uh, just how goofy I can get sometimes. For sure. Uh, how, how, how would you describe your, your sense of humor? Oh, man, dude, I'm a, I'm a 90s kid, so... Um, <laughs> I'm from, like, the views and Butthead, Rain Stimpy, like, Snick days, so... Uh, I got I'm you. Pretty, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty all over the place, you know. It's, it's not too like you know nasty, but it's like I'm not boring. So, yeah, I hear you. Like you know, it's like I grew up watching Living Color and Married with Children, so it's like I know most of those shows won't fly today, but you know. Oh yeah, Married with Children. I don't think so, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for sure, man. Well, we we made it to the main portion of the interview where either you choose your destiny by choosing your own numbers or we could turn to the wheel of fate where would which direction would you like to go uh i got one number in mind okay you want to start off with that or you want to end with that yeah we'll start off with a number okay and then we'll freestyle after that sounds good sounds good uh two number two and then this i gotta ask easy medium or hard there are three levels to this uh let's go let's go medium medium two your question is uh what do you feel about how do you feel about today's social climate man uh i was watching um i love paul mooney um and uh i knew about paul mooney before Chappelle's show just because the house i grew up in um but i was watching an interview that he did recently and uh, he said something that had me like, you know, like really giggling, but it's so true. He was like, he says, today's generation wants their grits now, and I had to wait 20 years to get mine. <laughs> wants the grits and now? Okay. Yeah, and it's like, the only thing about grits, grits take a while to cook, you know? Mm. I did and, not know that, I did not know that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like grits, the grits take, take a while to cook, um, especially if you want them right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I, I identify with that just because, like, we live in, like, an instant, you know, like, now, now, now. It's just, like, so no one's taking the time to, like, really research stuff. No one's taking the time, you know, for a lot of things. Or, so it's just, like, the social construct of today, it, it, it trips me out. Um, you know, news is getting out super fast, yes, but... Is it accurate? Is it true? Or is it just out there? You know, uh, social media is like, you know, it, it, it almost rules everything. Everyone's an expert, you know, um, whether it be like 
talking about, you know, COVID, you know, vaccination, you know, politics, religion, all that. It's just like everyone's an expert now. And I'm just like, what makes you an expert, you know? Um, what's going on with uh, certain like ethnic groups, you know, gender types and all that. It's, 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 it's mad, you know, it's, it's really mad. So, um, nothing like how it was, you know, when I was like, you know, a kid in the nineties. I mean, I feel like it was more taboo to talk about certain things, you know, it was a very don't ask, don't tell, you know, type of, uh, situation. Now it's like, where are things out there? But you can't have an opinion anymore without getting into like this like social media like fight. And it's just like, you know, like cancel culture and all that. It's like, it's, it's a trip. So yeah, man, <laughs> the, the social uh, scene is, is, is very interesting. No, for sure. Now, do you think it would have been more helpful or hurtful to not have grown up in the 90s? Like that we never, we would have never known like a, a time before this because i feel like it's been like this probably around maybe 2008 ish to now when social media was really starting to pick up and it has, it has a similar vibe that's just been been intensifying so you know growing up in the 90s you could you know of a world before all this stuff is it more hurtful or helpful would you say i i, I think it's a it's it's a uh, for me personally i think it's more helpful um because I feel like each generation, it's like that. So it's like what they lacked in the 60s, you know, going into the 70s, going into the 80s and even the 90s, you know, because, you know, I was there when like the Internet was still kind of like figuring things out. You know, I mean, I would just want to go on the computer lab and download some like pictures of Dragon Ball Z. You know, I'm trying to get my Goku on my like, folder. Um, and now it's like, you know, like I remember Zynga before my MySpace and all that, like Instant Messenger. Um, but I just feel like I was, you know, I was still playing, you know, I had video games, yes, but I was still outside playing with the homies. Like, I'd call you up on your phone and be like, yo, like, can, you know, so-and-so come out <laughs> and play? Like, cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, um, I, I, I was in a, I, I was in a good base period for like everything to come, you know, so, so jokes that we you know like you know when we see the dirty dozens it's like yeah there's no way i can do that today you know without really hurting someone's feelings and or and being brought up on like charges I mean, i'm exaggerating that part but you know you never know if i was like uh someone in the know you know um i really have to watch what i say and i think you know you should definitely be mindful of what you say but like as long as what you're saying isn't like you know um derogatory or like hurting people you know there's also that that sense of like well, i can't even like be who i want to be you know yeah I mean, like people don't want to wear masks you know or they're being told this they're being told that and it's just like i'm like this like every every person is, is their own is their own like entity so if you don't want to wear a mask i'm not going to tell you to wear a mask if you don't want to get vaccinated i'm not going to tell you to vaccinate but we also have lost that bigger scope. It's like, well, are you a doctor? You know, are you are you a scientist? Like, if, if this is going to help, you know, curb the numbers or whatever, you know, what's wrong with just doing it? You know, and no more, and even more so now, we're we're so disjointed. And you know, I used to be a teacher, and 
I used to tell people when they were like, oh, what's, isn't it hard being a teacher? I'm like, yeah. So the kids are easy, though. It's still mm-hmm. the parents. That's the hard part. You know, you give kids options. And it's all good. You know, make sure they're eating. It's all good. When you talk to the parents, man, it's like, ah. So, yeah, I, I think it definitely helped me more than anything in um as, as long as you have a good, I, I feel like if you, as long as you have a good, strong upbringing, no matter what era you come up in, you'll be able to like adjust, you know, for the next generation or the, the new thing that's like coming. So I feel like majority of 90s kids, like, you know, have a good base. For sure. For sure. Uh, do you think where we are right now is irreversible, irreversible or like, yeah, with the yeah, issues that we do have with uh, people feeling like, you know, they want things right away or like instant gratification. Um, could we go back to the days of seeing life as a longer in a longer lens than, you know, wanting things in the moment? Because honestly, I struggle with that. I had two failed projects before starting this podcast where I was wrapped up in that where like I wanted to see the growth and I wanted to see the followers. I wanted to see all that like happen overnight you know i tell myself oh year i'm gonna make it and then i get really discouraged when it doesn't happen i'm just like well you know do i suck or is it not for me kind of thing and then like a one year is not that much right like you, you need to be thinking long term like 10 years down the road with something um so yeah do you think we're at a point where there's too many like because there's people we see it happen to where like they become overnight celebrities or you know something happens where that that influence is is just you know that's the new wave and i have to adjust to it kind of thing you know yeah i mean and i'm gonna make this correlation just because like this, this literally happened to me so like I, I got into breaking like like sophomore junior year in high school so like 97 98 or whatever but i didn't get good until like my mid-20s you know what i'm saying and I, for a second, I was like, oh, I'm, I want to be dope. I'm going to be like, you know, the best like B-boy in the world. But it took time, man. And because I didn't take it serious, too. You know, and even with my, my donut business, um, it's, it's now I'm really starting to get traction. Um, yeah, there's, I have my moments where I'm just like, you know, crap, I feel like, you know, I should be here. I get, I'm trying to work with all these people that want to work with me now. Um, but nothing, I, I don't think anything's ever irreversible. You can only go back so far, I think. You know, like, I miss the 90s. I, I, I like, freaking miss the 90s, like, like hard. But and as corny as, it, you know, some points in the 90s were, um, I miss that, too. Um, but I could, you know, pay homage and, and, and remember the things that, you know, made that era so dope. But, um... You know, as crazy as things are right now, I, I still have hope, you know, depending on the day of the week. <laughs> yeah. I still have hope. Um, um, so, yeah, like, yeah, uh, I don't, that's why sometimes I don't even, like, go too hard on, on these cats that are, like, all about instant gratification. But also, too, I get I get to, a, uh, and this comes from experience where I, I stop really stressing over like the other guy or the other girl or the other person, you know, if, you know, some of the homies like, and I, and I say this too from, you know, working with vendors, I love the community because everyone wants to see everyone win. 
So even this this cat's like, if you're like a rival, like vendor or whatever, or if I had a podcast too, and like all of a sudden I'm killing it and you're doing it more than me, you know, um, and you kind of helped me get get there, you know, I'm I'm definitely not going to forget you. I mean, like, oh, like, you know, 34 questions, like, you know, put me on and I'll send stuff your way. So that that's how it should be. But, you know, there's things that you do. Like, I I, I mean, one, props to you for even doing a podcast because I've, I've seen countless homies do podcasts and, you know, they do it for like maybe a month and they just stop, you know, because um, I know that there's a lot of work that goes into that. But again, where I'm at in my life with everything I'm dealing with, I'm not, I'm not really worried about the other person you know it's not a competition for me it's like i'm going to master my craft as best as i can and you know like anything the proof you know people will, will acknowledge that at some point you know it even if it's like for years from now you know um you still have your set goals you know and as long as you get like you know um you say disciplined and, and focused it might come sooner than you think you know and I've learned that with my dance, you know, I was like, man, I didn't get dope until like, I was like, you know, almost 30. <laughs> but that journey though, man, it's like, I I have to step back and people like know me around the world. They're like, my boy was like, you know, you're a world champion, right? And I was just like, oh, wow, you're right. <laughs> I am, you know, so, and I say that like with no ego, but um, even with my, my business, it's like, you know, people are like, when I hear people like, y'all do it, I just enjoy watching you like get better and better. Like every time I see you post and I, I had a pop up today and one of the um, the customers at my homegirl's cafe where she lets me pop up, she was like, I'm so sorry, you know, like um, I, I, she has a podcast too. And she was like, I'm gonna get you on, you know, family. I'm like, nah, it's all good. You know, I know you're doing your family thing, but she was like, yeah, man, but it's just dope watching you do what you do and because bro i had limited resources so yeah man because you know. you're, you're performing miracles meeting, but like you know I, I i have faith and i believe in you bro so that's that's why i like i like I, I was digging with what you were like about so you know i don't i don't care if you have like a million viewers or whatever it's it's just the, the essence of you and in the footage that i saw i was like yeah i i, I kind of want to mess with this cat so yeah, man. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. And, you know, as an entrepreneur or just someone who's trying to work for stuff, you, um, I think you know how how um, how valuable it is just to hear that from somebody else. Right. Like just to hear like you're doing a good job or I like what you're doing, because I think we're, we're our biggest doubters, too. Right. Like we we always kind of second guess ourselves and, you know, don't trust the process and all that stuff um so yeah hey, thank you so much for for telling me that uh because yeah i mean I, I i don't know if you're the same way but it's really hard to ask for help it's really hard to like you know try to bring people into into something when you're not sure of it yourself you know like i think that's been one of my biggest issues as far as trying to create projects I don't, and maybe you could kind of shed light on that as well uh like how to build a team you know especially when you're creating something and you 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 want for it for it to go you know that saying it's like if you want to go fast do it by yourself if you want to go far do it together kind of thing right. <laughs> yeah and it's like i still haven't had that together part you know i guess that's why for, for people who might be 
seeing my growth yeah maybe i'm getting better quicker but it is because like you know um doing it solo also gives you those advantages of like not having to make a decision as a group you don't have to convince people to go in a certain direction um yeah so for you think you have you built your team or you're in the process of that or you like things yeah you know, um solo it's, it's kind of a an amalgamation of all that um so like when i had my first big pop-up um at malibu burgers um so a black owned uh vegan uh, uh fast food spot in oakland um guy hit me up and was like, yo, like, do you sell like your donuts? You know, I'll buy off, you know, wholesale. And I'm just like, oh, crap. Um, and I did that one of my homies who was like uh, vending with his lady because he used to work in a bank. And he was like, y'all, dude, see, you're, you're blowing up. So just like, you know, let me know what you need help with. And like I said, I still struggle sometimes with that. But uh, I have... Now I have kind of like a dedicated, like, I could call like, you know, these three cats if, if I need help. You know, if, if they're available and they can help me pop up, like my boy, um, Zach, he um, helped me uh, on my first pop up. He was working the reg. He was like making the donut milk. Cause I did like a donut burger, donut milkshake. Um, we both, I used to work at Burger King back in the day. Um, and even the, the day of my pop-up, the, the guy was like, oh, we're short staff. We can only do this for an hour. Um, we need someone working the reg. And I was like, dude, I can work the reg. Zach can work the reg and we can both, you know, do X, Y, and Z. So I'm definitely going to get to a point where I'm, you know, I'm going to need, you know, help, you know, just from my experience being an office manager, you know, I, I had to learn how to like, you know, delegate work. And when I do my events, same thing so um i try not to take on everything you know um i think i've gotten better at being able to you know dish out work but the most important thing is like again finding people that are down um to help you like that and so um i know when i get to that point especially when i have a storefront I'm like yeah i'm definitely gonna need you know a team so um i'm slowly getting there you know um, so with the folks that, you know, I'm kind of rapping with them, like, you know, if they've had that talk, I'm like, yeah, dude, I totally like, you know, work for you. Like I've only had like maybe one or two people say that to me and I'm like, okay, if I remember that, <laughs> I'm just like, I hope they remember that. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, and it, it's, it's, um, it definitely helps with like, you know, less burnout, you know, cause I'm slowly, I've been if I, I think in an ideal situation, if I didn't have the, the drama of, you know, my living situation and, you know, all the you know, family loss, I think I'd, I'd totally be in the storefront. I, and obviously, you know, in a pandemic free world where everything isn't shut down. Yeah, cool. But it's, 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 it's hard to manage that, you know, um, when I'm selling out at pop-ups and I come home, but I don't feel like I'm coming to a home, you know? And it's nice to kind of have a team to kind of take your mind off that and be like, hey man, you're killing it. You know, you got your back or you know what, bro? Like we can like do this pop-up for you this weekend. Why don't you like, just like take some time off? Yeah, no, for sure. You got to have that balance. Um, but yeah, that, that sounds great. I, I'm glad that you're piecing it, you know, I guess piece by piece and you kind of have to grow at, at a scale or like it, and you know you don't want to rush it too much or else you know 
you'll have a big ass team with like not enough events to work just yet uh yeah, and vice versa the, um the guy uh, that at the main guy that owns Malibu Burgers was like, bro, like, I think you need your own storefront. You need to stop, like, playing because you're you obviously got a dope product. People know what you're about. They like you. You know, you need to get a storefront. And, like, I totally hear that, but I, I still don't, I still don't want to jump into that too quick because then, like, weirdly, like, a week later, my, my old homie from high school, he, like, works at a bank and he was like, be careful, bro. Like, don't jump into that so quick. And, He's like, I don't want to see your business fail. And I was just like, oh, crap, like the universe is talking to me. So Yeah. Yeah, peace by that's that's how I'm taking it right now, piece by piece. For sure, for sure. Uh let's uh move on to another number if you don't mind. Would you uh I like let's, let's, let's let fate decide. So let's go to the wheel of fate. Boom. Here we are. And uh let's give it a spin. I was like, oh, do I gotta click it? I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. Cool. 31 would you like 31. to go easy medium or hard on this one uh let's go easy easy 31 it is uh what is some eye-opening advice that you've received eye-opening advice uh i mean we kind of were lightly talking on it uh, touching on it um Well, the obvious one for me is, is uh, not doubting myself. Um, I've had a couple of my mentors, like, you know, say, like, you know, uh, hey, man, like, you got this. You know, it's it's like uh, the guy, Seth, who owns the studio, he said, like, you know, I'm I'm kind of, like, a, ahead of where I, I should be, you know, where most people kind of, like, struggle in the beginning. I'm a couple of steps ahead, so... Um, you know, that that's a dope thing. But it also kind of ties into, like, the doubt that I have sometimes of, like, pulling the trigger on certain things or, like, really going with my gut feelings. But, um, so it's a combination of, like, not having doubt and, and seeing that what he sees is, like, me being kind of ahead of the game in terms of, like, you know, me starting a business for the first time. So I'm already kind of, like, just tightening I'm just now it's just really about tightening like things like you know getting the website you know like going um I have people already hitting me up that want they're asking me like oh man do you ship you know because I sent donuts down to San Diego one time and then, and then everyone's like oh shit like sent shipping now I'm like wait time out <laughs> yeah. that was kind of a test run you know to see how like my donuts do um you know when I ship them out um but yeah man I the doubt man I, I still wrestle with that every now and then but um that was definitely an eye-opening thing when he was like dude you know like your product is on point you know you your um pr game is like on point it's just really tightening up just things here and there but you're there so hearing that like really kind of overwhelmed me when he was like you're there and i'm just kind of like I am. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Uh, well, why do you think people doubt themselves? Like, what? Is, what is it? You know, about some folks? Because I'm, I'm one of those as well. But I know not everybody does. But why do you think we doubt ourselves? Uh, I don't know. I just think that's like. Uh, I, I I just 
innate fear of like actually being successful at something. You know, um, the first time I left the country was, you know, the first time I like won my internet, an international competition, you know, but I was still kind of scared, you know. I've never left the country, never, I didn't even have a passport when I bought my ticket, you know. Um, but I just think that's just a, a weird way of, like I said, of, our, of, of uh, the self just kind of like stopping like something potentially dope that's probably gonna happen versus like us like, you know, getting ang all over our face, you know? It's weird that we, we accept failing more than actually succeeding you know, and just from my past experiences, like I've won lots of competitions. I've, you know, had successful moments in my life, you know, you know, be with like family, love, you know, the whole nine. There's still that, that fear, man. And it's just like, it doesn't get easier the more successful you get like at it because you're still wrestling with that. But um, yeah, man, I just think that's just like our own self-inflicted like you know it's like you know someone hammers your feet to the ground you're like come on just step forward i hear you man yeah i I mean like personally for me what plays into it too is how much uh how how we're the only ones that really know what's in our heads and how much effort and you know what it's going to take for us to do it and like nobody else really knows right they can see and but they only see really like the outcomes of our decisions and choices but that the time that we take to to make those decisions sometimes or like our our reason why um doesn't always get across or isn't interpreted the right way so like because we know the truth of a lot of the things that we do i think it uh it it either builds barriers or it gives us that that push like it either motivates us or scares us right those like the two things i think happens um, and I'm not saying I'm right. This is just like from, oh, yeah. from my perspective. But uh, yeah, I think a lot of that plays into it too. I mean, yeah, man, I, I've, I've doubted myself for a long time. And I mean, I, I don't like, I didn't know I had a world champ on the show, but uh, <laughs> would you say that like you have this irrational belief that either you're meant to do something or, you know, like, and that kind of drives you because i feel like for for me that's what it is even though i have the doubt there's there's always that other part that believes like even to to a fault and that keeps me going like do you do you feel that way sometimes oh yeah and then i mean what also kind of keeps me like going is like something my grandfather used to always say and when people i talk to people sometimes like i'll be like well this is a word i'm not using that much anymore but this why and um, he used to say, never question the why, because the why will kill you. Damn. Like, you know, why didn't this girl call me back? Or like, you know, why does this taste like crap? You know, it's just... And, okay. and as I've gotten older, you know, I've, I've it's meant different things to me, depending on the situation, because, you know, like some motivational speakers, you know, be like, well, what's your why? Like, why are you doing this? Like, and like when I ask some people here in the Bay, like, why are you trying to throw an event during the pandemic? Like, what what's the reasoning behind that? And ninety percent of the time, they don't have an answer. You know, I know why I did my event last year. I did four. You know, and now it was something I wanted to, you know, finish. Plus, I was helping a friend with a studio 
because all the money that people donated to the GoFundMe, that's how you got the address for the event, number one. And then two, it's like that helped. I didn't get any money off that. That well, all that went to my, my, my home, you know? So I didn't understand what my grandfather meant because like my aunt reminded me that he used to say that all the time. And I was like, that's why grandpa used to say that all the time. Hmm. But I don't question the why, you know, for me anyways, I don't question the why anymore uh, at this point in my life. Even what I'm going through right now or losing three family members like back to back for three years. It sucks, you know, but I try not to live there or like why some weeks I sell out and why some weeks I don't. I got you. I got you. Honestly, you just broke the glass for me, man, because I'm I'm that kind of person who always asks why. And now I'm just like, damn, I don't want it to kill me. So <laughs> I kind wow. of uh, that's going to help me out. Uh, definitely appreciate you uh, sharing that. Uh, the why will kill you. I got you. All right, just a heads up. We have about 10 minutes left in the podcast. I want to thank you again for coming through. I hope you're having fun. This has been uh, great for me. Uh, I think we got time for one more spin. So uh, let's go do that real quick. All right. Just like the Wheel of Fortune. (laughs) Yeah. It's the Wheel of Fate, man. (laughs) Oh. Vibe check. The vibe check. This is the other screen you haven't gotten to see yet, but it looks like this. Oh. And uh, let me get you on here because I forgot to throw you on there. Boom. Um, So this is a vibe check. I don't know. Can can you see it clearly or not so much? I see the open-minded, close-minded, somewhere in between. Sunny skies, gray clouds. What do you know? It's more. Okay. 10 feet in circles. Okay. We'll go through it. We'll go through it together. Um, And the first one is, uh, you feel like you're more open-minded, close-minded, or somewhere in the middle? I feel like I'm pretty open-minded. For sure. Uh, has there ever been anything that made you go like, nah, not for me? <laughs> uh, you know, just like, like anything, certain like, you know, music or TV shows. Yeah. It's like, it's not, not my vibe. I got you. Yeah, no, I feel you too. Uh, sometimes you gotta, you just kind of see it to just, to know that that's not for you. I know I've had a lot of those moments in my life. <laughs> Uh, the second one is, do you feel like you're a deep thinker or, you know, you try to stay on the surface a little more? Uh, depends on my emotional state. I know, um, definitely when I'm, when I'm up, it, it's it, nothing really, uh, really, I'm not really thinking too much, but it's, uh, when I'm like kind of low, I definitely think, think more. Mm. Like I- when I'm low, it's, it's like calm to like not so much sad but just like just you know melancholy i guess yeah so i tend to i tend to like think a little bit uh think a little deeper i mean that uh that's that kind of state of mind i got you i got you the third one is uh are you more of a sunny skies person or are you more like more realistic i don't like saying pessimistic but you know um more of a realist I'm mixed. Again, it's um, I'm ruled by my emotions. I'm an Aries. <laughs> <laughs> I got I'm a fire you. Fire so it's like you know, fire is unpredictable sometimes. You know, uh, but yeah, I, I can I can be you know uh, either that up or down. <laughs> so I got I'm, you. I'm and uh, the last one of the vibe check is: uh, Do you think we're all individuals, or do you think we're all one? 
Man, you got me thinking about Transformers now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, well, tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think you know we're, we're we're individuals that are drawn to like groups of like-minded like folk. Because at the end of the day, you really just do have yourself, and you're you know back in your um, your room looking up at the wall. Um, but um. Very, it kind of makes me think about high school. Like high school, public high school, especially for me, was a trip because everything's segregated. You know, like black black people over here, white kids over here, you know, Asian kids over here. You know, that that messed me up. But the thing about me is, I like being around everybody. I feel you. So like, I got. That's why I feel like I'm probably the most cultured black dude, you know, you meet. I've hung out with Lao, Korean, Chinese, uh, Hmong, you know, Mexican, Salvadorian, you know, Hanoi, you know, the list goes on. So it's it's kind of like weird to me to just be only like in one specific group. And even with like, you know, hip hop culture, that's the one thing that draws me in is it it, it, it brings everyone in. So. But I still feel at the end of the day, you know, we're all individuals because, you know, what I liked, you know, with the homies like, you know, three years ago, things change, you know, or people change, you know, so, yeah. I, I hear you, like Yeah, I mean, you know, you're talking about being cultured and like being exposed to, to all kinds of cultures, you know, that that's San Francisco for you, man, you know, yeah, uh, yeah I also grew up at or I went to school at least in San Francisco until up to, up to college and yeah it's so different like when I don't know if you've noticed this like people from the Bay Area or at least like San Francisco in particular if you were raised out here the vibe is just different out there like you, you know you go to any other place in the in the country they're just like you know they're a specific way that I feel like I never thought about it too unless I was out there. Is that I, am I doing too much or like like what, what, what's different about me from everybody else? You know, like <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I show people out wherever I go. Like the first time I went to New York, everyone knew I wasn't from New York. You know, because <laughs> a few like like salsa clubs I went to, you know, people would talk to me in Spanish and I'd answer back in English and be like, "Oh, you black and Dominican? Are you black and Cuban?" I'm like, "Last I checked, I was black." But sure, you know. <laughs> But I trip people out wherever I go because, you know, one, they hear me say hella and they're like, oh, you're from California. And I'm like, okay, you're just saying light. I'm like, yeah, I'm not from LA, I'm from San Francisco, from the Bay. Um, but I, I like that. I like that, you know, quirkiness, that quirk that I bring, you know. Like my grandfather's from the South, so sometimes my Southern drawl will come out. And they're like, where are you from? I'm like, well, my grandfather's from Mobile, Alabama. So, but sometimes you know you hear that it's rare but it, it happens so yeah no my, my accent comes out every once in a while too like i don't know what it is probably when i'm drunk and <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to be filipino all my accent will come out uh, <laughs> but yeah man well we, we made it to the final stretch of the podcast uh, before we we get to those questions there's this thing i do called the 34th mantra where i'm gonna ask you to just fill in some blanks um, and there's only three. So the first one is I am blank. I am awesome. Second one is I can blank. Dance. And the f- third one is I will blank. 
get through all this crap that I'm going through right now. <laughs> For sure, man. And then, you know, if you ever need a reminder, now you got the sound bite of yourself, you know, making those statements for the future, for the future, if you need a reminder. Uh, no problem, no problem. And uh, let's get it. The final stretch. Um, the first question for you is actually from my previous guest. Uh, sh- shout out to DJ Vetti. Uh, his question for you is, what makes you you? What makes me me? Oh, man. Um... Fact that I was born. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. No, nah, but this, this is kind of like what I, I touched on um, earlier. Just I feel like I'm just a real, genuine, like person. But what makes me me is just like um, just my willingness to like put myself out there for folks. You know, like I like I like helping. I like vibing with people. You know, so even though I'm going through my stuff right now, I, I kind of want to like make you laugh. I kind of want to like you know do nice things for you. I want to like hook you up some donuts. I want to bake you a peach cobbler. You know, I'm just very. Um, yeah, I'm very like uh, empathetic in that in that regard. You know, I think that's what makes me me. Um, yeah. Anything else you wanted to add? Or? No, I just, I just, I just, like I said, when I when I buy the people, I got a lot of love for them. You know, and so I'll do what I can do to like you know make your day a little bit better. And I just naturally like doing that. It's weird. Even before I got into teaching and all that other stuff, I just, I just always been like that since I was a kid. Um, but it had to be brought to my attention as I got older. Um, and I'm just now really embracing that. I hear you, man. Like all the little things that the personality traits we had as kids are just like amplified the older we get. And it's really up to us if we want to accept them or change them. Um, but no, I, I hear you. <laughs> I, I'm there with you. Uh, my, my second question for you is what would you like to ask the next guest that comes on to 34 questions do you have any regrets at this point in your life you went heavy I got you (laughs) (laughs) Some some people go light, some people go heavy. So I appreciate you going yeah. heavy at this point in your life. Just write it down. Uh, and then my last question for you, the question that ties everything together, is generations down the road, maybe 100, 200 years from now, um, your descendants are watching this video. What would you like to tell them? Uh, have fun. Don't try to, don't take this like too seriously, you know, um, help people, you know, it's always, and, and don't do it to get in the war. Just do it because that's just the natural thing to do. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, any last things you'd like to add before we head out of here? Uh, no, I just want to say thank you for having me on your podcast. Um, it was, uh, it was actually therapeutic for me to kind of get some stuff off my chest so uh but yeah we already kind of hit the obligatory like plugs for for, for my, my business but um 
Yeah, man. Uh, nothing really much to say. I appreciate you, man. And uh, I just want to wish you continued growth and success with your podcast. So, you know, don't doubt yourself. Keep it pushing, man. Likewise, man. Uh, thank you again for, for stopping by. I want to thank the folks out there. If you listening, tuning in, um, appreciate your time as well. If you liked it, please like it. If you loved it, please subscribe and share. Uh, remember to reach out, reach forward. As always, much love. And we'll catch you guys next time on 34 Questions. Peace. Peace. And then I got this, uh, my like after credit scene. Don't worry, it won't, it won't take too much time. Um, but yeah, how was the... How's the experience for you? Um, anything you disliked or enjoyed a lot? You know, this is where I kind of get my feedback from my guests. So, <laughs> no, it, it was cool. Uh, uh, kind of wish it could have gone longer. <laughs> no doubt, man. I mean, oh, go like ahead. Hours just like went by. I was like, oh crap! It's, when you said it was like okay, we're ten minutes left. I was like, oh man. So, I mean, I take that as a good thing though, because you know we were able to talk about like some things and just kind of keep going and just kind of really like just roll off each other so i thought that was dope so yeah but one hour is like perfect so you know i just get like talking sometimes with certain people so, oh what you going oh no i mean that i'm, I'm all about that I, I love it when my guests you know feel impassioned to speak about something and i never want to stop that flow either you know like that's that's how i, I kind of go about things um but yeah i mean uh, thank you for, for sharing all the stories you shared and, you know, dropping that knowledge on me. Uh, I, and honestly, I didn't know I, I had a world champ on the show. So that, that's pretty cool. But don't worry. Like, I, I like that. I like to keep it as a surprise for folks. Um, so I, I only say that just because um, my one boy.